Welcome to Ink Drinkers, a literary tea party podcast where we discuss books and drink tea. Queen of sneezing. <laughs> Ox cord. Are there any snacks? I think there's some raisins. Mm. Dome head. <laughs> Sorry, we are reenacting a bad lip reading video that I find hilarious and couldn't stop laughing at. Pretty amazing. Late at night while I was in bed trying to sleep <laughs> and instead was just giggling uncontrollably. I love those videos. But I think the best ones are the, the congressional ones. Yeah, for sure. I agree. Because they all really do look so ridiculous when they're talking. So the stuff that he makes him say, like, there's one of them where it was like a man and a woman. And the man was like, um, well, I had this dream and there were two leprechauns. And then in the dream, like one. something pulled toilet paper out. And then the lady's like, mm-hmm, I had that dream too. And he's like, no, no, you didn't. You didn't have that dream. <laughs> it's just so ridiculous. Anyway, sorry. Brings me great joy. <laughs> the little things. Yeah. Um, what did not bring me great joy was the book that we read. I didn't hate it or anything, yeah. but it was like, hmm. Yeah, I think we're kind of in the same boat. So this is our, um, February joint read. It was a shoe story by Jane L. Rosen. It came out last year, um, at the end of June was when it was published. I had seen someone in our instagram world of books posted some of their top books of 2022 Uh, i was wondering how you came across this because it wasn't even on my radar yeah and i um i had you know on libby on our library app download like held it or whatever and it came available and so that's what i was reading and we were trying to come up with something and i was already had already started it so the premise sounded Like it would be interesting, and so Jamie and I decided to just go ahead um, and do this one together. But yeah, it was a little bit of a letdown. I think that there were some um, some interesting parts, or at least I thought there was a few interesting parts. But overall, it just kind of felt flat. Um, Yeah, I, I didn't feel super connected to the characters of the story, and I really don't care at all about shoes so I don't <laughs> it was like no i don't eh. either um yeah so if you like designer shoes um and that's the thing that brings you joy you may enjoy like her discussing the different types of shoes um each chapter is titled by a shoe uh, yeah like a manola blonic blah blah blah, blah, blah. Yeah. and i was like Mer. <laughs> so the premise of the story is um esme nash they kind of do like a past. So in the past, she's graduating from college. She and her boyfriend who've grown up together in the same small town in Rochester, New York, um, are planning to go to the Big Apple and live in Manhattan and have this luxury 
wonderful lifestyle that is different than how they were both brought up and they have the same goals. They've rented an apartment and they're super excited to move. It's like a day or so before graduation and um, a very tragic happening occurs i don't know yeah she she gets a very unfortunate phone call this is all in the prologue so we're not giving anything away by saying this but she gets a phone call that her parents have been in a a car accident and so she has to skip her graduation get in the car and drive back to rochester um to tend to them and her mother unfortunately passes away and her father um is not not doing well Yeah, so he has a spinal cord injury, um, and he also, for reasons that are medically can't be explained, um, according to the doctors, he no longer speaks. Um, And so she is kind of really left without both parents, even though he is a shell of himself and he's physically there. Um, She really lost both of her parents. And so she has to make some hard choices, and instead of going through with the path of moving to New York and starting her life with her boyfriend, Liam, she decides to stay in Rochester and take care of her dad. Um, That turns into seven years of putting her life on hold. Um, And we're in present day. Her father has passed away and she has... Uh, taken on a temporary dog walking job for a lady who is going to rehab. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So seven years later, she's uh, traveling from Rochester back to the Big Apple. And um, (laughs) this lady, Catherine, that's her name, right? Yeah. Yeah. She's in rehab for uh, presumably uh, an addiction to shoes. (laughs) And it just so happens that um, Esme loves shoes, and Catherine has a huge stash of them. And they happen to be the same size. So, I mean, it's fate, right? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Elvis is Catherine's dog, who Esme is now responsible for. She's living in Catherine's apartment while she's on her (laughs) 28-day... Shoe rehab stint. And while she is there... Through walking Elvis, she um, comes across a few different characters. Um, yeah, and I enjoyed, you know, her interactions with those different, um, with Cy and, yeah. and the different people that she that she meets on her adventures. Um, one of the things that was a little far-fetched to me was like, when she's on her way to New York City or when she gets there, she's like, well, I'm still in love with Liam, her ex-boyfriend. Um, but his numbers changed, so I can't get in touch with him. But surely I'll just run into him while I'm here. And yeah. I'm like, mm, do, girl, do you know how many people live in New York City? The, my only thought of her saying that is is maybe her thinking that he possibly could still live in the apartment because she knew where the apartment was. And he does. I mean, I know. But, but yeah, very far. I mean, was a just lot a of it ridiculous was, to me. A lot of it was far Like, yeah, if you go camp yourself out outside of the apartment, then maybe... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really liked her interaction with Sai. I thought Sai's storyline was really interesting. That's the thing is I think I would have preferred to read Sai's story than Esme's. Me too. I agree. Um, she almost seemed like a uh, side character. Yeah, in her own story. Right. That's so true. Maybe yeah. that's what really didn't work for us because yeah. she also meets um, 
Zach, who's a bartender, and, um, you know, they end up kind of becoming friends and becoming close. I'll say I thought that the situation with Liam was going to be more interesting. Yeah. Um, So what we do know is that Liam is now dating someone and yeah, because she actually does end up running into Liam. Surprise, surprise. She does. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it is like a sort of rom com. I know. But um, yeah, so he has been dating someone for a few years now. And I just thought their whole relationship was weird. And I thought the girls' reactions to, like Morgan's reactions to Esme, were a little not, not um, believable. Like, yeah. Know, I'm not going to explain because I think if you want to read it, then you can go for it. But I just thought that that would have been, that situation would have been flushed out a little bit more and there would have been more um, drama. Yeah, they were just kind of thrown together and then it happened and then fizzle. Yeah, it was, it was a little odd. Um, And there are some aspects of, um, Having a having a past with alcohol addiction, and that's kind of throughout the book that we we have that theme come up a few times, um, and we kind of see how that plays out in Esme's life. Um, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to put a lot of different things into the same story that didn't quite fit and that weren't fully fleshed out to make sense with each other. Yeah, so as I was reading it, I was like trying to come up with, okay, why exactly isn't this working for me? It's a it's a decent story, you know, whatever. Why isn't it hitting home? And I was trying to think, okay, is it the writing? Is it the characters? Is it the plot? Whatever. But I think that what you said explains it best. She's a secondary character in her own life. Like, mm-hmm. I, and so I guess for that reason, I didn't really feel a connection to her. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I mean, and look, this happens sometimes, especially if we're doing a book together and we haven't read it yet. And so we don't, you know, know rather than reading a book and saying like, oh, I really like that. I want to talk about it on the podcast. Right. So I think this is the first time this has kind of happened where we're both kind of just like bummed or (laughs) a little let down by the whole, but by the, by the ending, you know, like I think it just, there was parts that I felt like, okay. Oh yeah. It's going to pick up here. Yeah. And it just, it just didn't. Um, I think I kind of zoned out for part of it. I probably missed a few things, but um, I'm I'm okay with that. I, I think, you know, I texted you, I was at the 33% mark and I was like, I'm so bored. Yeah. Um, and I think if we hadn't been reading it for the podcast, I probably would have quit. Sure. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. No, and I, I don't disagree. Um, not that it's not terrible. It's just there's so many other books that are calling my name right now. I, d- I will say I did like her relationship evolution with Zach. I agree with that. That part I did like. Like, I liked Zach. I love Zach. He, yeah. was, he was really the best part of the book because he was just sweet. And I think it was kind of a realistic situation that they were in. Um, and the way the way it played out was realistic. So my only problem with Zach was like, and this is not a problem. It just seemed a little odd to me. Was it like he cried a lot? It was yeah. like when things got emotional, like they were both crying. And I was like, mm, uh, yeah. I mean, men can cry. It's totally fine. But I don't know. It seemed like uh, not enough at stake for him to be crying. Yeah. You know, no, I'm with you. <laughs> um, 
But yeah, so I think we're both on the same page. Yeah, I think we are. It was a meh, two and a half stars. Yeah, two and a half stars. Um, but again, this could be a book that you really enjoy. So if you love shoes and you love New York and you love second chance romance, yeah, sort of. Yeah, then, and I did. I kept getting annoyed when the narrator was like Louboutin. Like yeah. she was so over the top. But then I was just say like, just say Louboutin. Yeah, we 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 live in America. <laughs> And you like a little history thrown into your your love novels too, and I did I I do like a New York City novel, and sure. they did play out the New York City part sure. of it a good bit. Like um, at one point, she went and got noodles from Momofuku. Is that what it's called? Mm. Mom, Momofuku, something like that. Um, but yeah, so that that was kind of a fun part of it. It made me want to go travel to New York City again. Sure. So. Yeah. So it does have some things going for it. Does. It. Um, I wanted to throw out a little tip that I actually found thanks to Carrie. There are two libraries that I know of, that she knows of, that you can go online and apply for an e, like an online library card and you don't have to provide like proof of address or anything like that. So one of them is Broward County, um, which is in Florida. (laughs) And the other one is Las Vegas clark county and so you could just go on and fill in your information they literally just email you like a library card number and you can log in (laughs) and use it so i now have three libraries in my libby app it is all within libby it's all within libby the las vegas one also has hoopla which gives you access to a different selection of books and i think with hoopla it's like there's no wait lists or holds or anything it's just like if it's in the library you get to listen immediately um and so whenever we decided we were doing a shoe story, I was like, oh man, I'm going to have to wait because Marissa probably has the only copy. And then I put it in search and I was like, oh wait, I forgot I had these other libraries and it was available immediately from Las Vegas. And by the way, the Las Vegas one, you can have a, it was something crazy up to like 50 holds at a, or 50. Yes. I mean, it's, it, this is life changing. And I mean, it's too big counties like las vegas and broward county like i'm sure they have an incredible selection of books so this is very exciting news i know okay Okay. so i just wanted to share that with our readers again thank you carrie thank you jamie shout out to carrie for like she found it on someone else's instagram and so i don't know who that person was but shout out to that person too let's share the wealth share the love until these two counties (laughs) are on to us (laughs) very cool yeah, so that's I do. I find that exciting for sure. Um, access to more books, just what I need. Like I already pretty much max out my fifteen holds and fifteen loans at EBR Library. So now I'm gonna have like sixty-seven books on hold <laughs> at one time, and it's gonna be a whole problem. But good problem to have. Yeah, or not a problem. Or yeah, or not a problem at all. Teddy barking is a problem. Well, you want to talk about the tea? Yeah, I was just going to say, can you tell us about the tea? Yeah. Have you taken a sip? I have taken a few. Okay. (laughs) No comment. No, I'm kidding. I'll I'll let you talk about it first. Okay. I'll go ahead and read this one because there's some French involved. (laughs) (laughs) Not that I know French at all, but it's fine. Bienvenue chez Lulu. (laughs) A secret tea patisserie found only by those who wander the winding streets of Paris without a map. 
Inside, the unique flavor of a flaky, sweet almond croissant. Uniquely buttery and decadent, this oolong blend is truly something magnifique. <laughs> Ingredients are milk oolong tea flavor, just flavor. Mm. No, Not any specific kind mm-hmm. of flavor, just mm-hmm. flavor in general. Um, white cocoa butter splits, almonds, sweet, back, sweet blackberry leaves, flavor, again, uh, sunflower petals, natural flavor. Ooh. Yeah, and that's it. Huh. So there's two flavors and then some natural yes. flavor thrown in. Um, and yeah, so Shea Lulu, butter almond croissant. Um, it tastes buttery, for sure. It does have a buttery taste. I don't know that it's as good as I was hoping it was going to be. I was like excited when I saw it because like butter croissant sounds delicious, but then I started thinking about it and I was like, but butter croissant in the form of a tea, I'm not sure that works. And I am going to stand by that second thought that I'm not sure that it works. It's, um, it's drinkable. It is, but I don't really yeah, want to drink I it. I think, I think it, <laughs> I think if it was a black tea, it would be a little bit more, um, a little stronger of a flavor. And maybe work better. I don't know. I think I taste the butter. I, I think, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm drinking popcorn. It's weird. Ex- that's <laughs> a really great description. Yeah. So, um, this is actually from the Sips by uh, Galentine's box. Um, just thought we would switch it up. I know this is way past Valentine's Day, but um, it came in and... No, I'm excited that we have like a bunch of different new teas to try. Yeah. That's fun. So Shea Lulu, is that the flavor? And then Maison de Thé is... I think that's what The flavor is butter almond croissant. Oh, it's called butter almond croissant. Okay, I got it. So Shea Lulu is... the brand. The brand. Okay, got it. Yeah. Yeah, so Sips by puts together these boxes on their website of different teas from you know I don't know around. Yeah, I guess just different brands. <laughs> yeah, different brands, um, and they happen to have a few different types of boxes, and they do holiday boxes and um, favorite like favorite boxes based on their ordering and, and things of that things like that. So I did do two boxes that we will be trying in the coming um, episodes. Oh. Well, that sounds good. I'm excited to try them all. Yeah, me too. Well, can I tell you about the Andrea Bocelli concert? Yes, please do. <laughs> um, so I didn't really know, you know, I mean, he sings like operatic songs. Right. I was kind of like, okay, I'm just, like I was excited about it because I like Andrea Bocelli, but I was like, I don't know what, <laughs> how long I can take all of this. <laughs> right. Um, but it was cool because he had like these two women who sang with him one of them was like the best soprano in the world and her voice was incredible and mind-blowing i i know that there were moments during the show where i was just looking over with my jaw just like dropped to the floor because i was like how can anyone sing like this it was amazing um and then he also had this like world famous violinist with him and so she came out and did some cool stuff although my mom was giggling during the whole thing because she was making like intense facial expressions like to go with the music that she was playing and my mom couldn't handle it and I I was like mother I'm trying to enjoy this um 
And then there were also two ballroom dancers that would come out and do, you know, like tango and different, um, different little, you know, dances while, yeah, Yeah. while he was, while he was singing. So it was a very like. Collaborative. Yes. Collaborative. There was a lot going on. It wasn't just him. Um, and it was really beautiful and just really cool to watch. And I recorded some of it, even though at the beginning they were like, no cameras, no cameras, like they always do. And I was like, okay. Um, (laughs) so I do, yeah, I do have some of it recorded that I can show you because it was really, really pretty and cool. Very neat. And I'm excited that we went. That's great. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm sure that was a really cool experience. It was. And, and we just, we, I mean, we had so much fun together. It was my mom and her sister and her daughter and then her daughter's um, partner and his mom and then my mom's best friend and okay. me. Okay. So, yeah. So, y'all had and a good so, group. yeah, we just, we had so much fun together. And by the end of it, we were like, all right, well, what concert are we all going to together next? This was so fun. So, um, it was just one of those really good times, you know. Yeah. Just having fun together with, with people you love. Yeah. Um, and speaking of that, I get to leave for Seattle in a couple of days with my mom and PJ. That's awesome. And I'm pumped and not nervous but I guess just like aware of the fact that this could make or break my dream you know what I mean sure yeah um I could get there and be like whoa yeah I don't want to do this I don't want to open a bookstore so I don't think that's gonna happen well it doesn't I mean this is this is kind of what you need right it is absolutely. so I mean even though you're saying make or break I, I mean I think I think in order to pursue everything with confidence or not, <laughs> this is needed. So absolutely, um, yeah. It's it's gonna it's gonna be a good experience either way. It will because you're gonna learn a lot, and um, yeah, I'm I mean, gonna learn a lot. I'm gonna meet a lot of people. There's gonna be a room full of advanced review copies, and I can take as many as I want. It just sounds like a dream come true, and I get to explore Seattle. So yeah, yeah. overall it will be it will be yes. a win. But yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. So, do you have anything exciting going on in your life right now? Uh, not compared to you. <laughs> um, no, I this week has been a week. There's been a lot of up and down with work. Um. Mostly not necessarily positive, but um, I am optimistic that things will turn around. Well, that's good at least. Yeah. Let's stay positive. And I'm really, I don't know, it's one of those situations where generally I feel like I I would be or not, I I don't want to say should be, but would be stressed and I kind of had this calm about it, like it's all going to work out and it's going to be fine and if it doesn't, I'll be fine and we'll figure it out. So I'm I'm not as I mean, that's a great attitude to have. Um, And if everything, you know, goes up in flames, (laughs) then I'll have to figure it out. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, it's been one of those weeks again. So we well, shall we shall see uh, to be determined. Um, other than that, my mom's birthday is next week. Oh, so we're gonna go have dinner um, the following weekend and probably do I don't know maybe lunch with uh, 
my sister may come in on Monday for her actual birthday, and we may do a girls' lunch with Lucia. Aww. Um, that sounds nice. Yeah. Other than that, I, I have a few, like, trips coming up, which are... I'm ex- just just trips family travel trips. Um, April we have a trip to um, to Florida to. Where are you going Easter weekend? Because we're going Easter weekend to Perdido. No, oh. we are not. We are going to um, Punta Gorda, Florida. Okay. And we're doing that like the second to last weekend in April. Um, so yeah. We're doing that because my brother-in-law's dad lives there, and he is the choir director at his Catholic church, and we are there having Miles, my nephew, baptized. Oh, right, right, right. I yeah, so Celeste, my niece, who is three now, was baptized there when she was a baby, and so now we're going, and we're going to make it like a family trip as well, so we'll just... And go to mass and then have him baptized and then we'll hang out cool yeah um so we're doing that and then i also have a beach trip coming up in may which is nice I haven't been to the beach since last april oof yeah yeah you're due i'm due so yeah and i have lots of weddings coming up this year too luckily i do not like i feel like those it's like you have a year where you just have weddings all the time yeah. and then there's a year like years where you're like oh no weddings. So it's been a few Ooh. weird years without a whole lot of weddings, maybe like one or two. Right. And um, so you're you're in your year of weddings. This is the year of weddings. <laughs> so yeah, so um we have one in March, we have one in April, we have one in May, oh, and gosh. we have one in June. <laughs> oh my god. Um and the one in June, I'm hoping that we're going to get to go. We're planning on it. We haven't booked anything, but it's actually in Santa Monica. Ooh. Yeah, so my really good friend who I, I really don't want to miss his wedding he's probably my best guy friend um and we've known each other since kindergarten so um i'd really like to go and he, and i was like well he's like you're gonna come and so i said well you know you came to ours and, and he came to ours when it was he got he was living in new york at the time and he got hit with like a snowstorm and so his flight got delayed and he actually missed the actual wedding and then got Aww. in for the reception but um it was really nice that he came and i was like well you came in for ours with all that you know mess and he was like you're right. I did. You do have to come. <laughs> so um, also this year in November will be Michael and I's five-year yeah. wedding anniversary. So we kind of are thinking like we'll make this like a trip for, cool. our, for our anniversary as well. That sounds cool. Yeah. So, so some, stuff, some stuff coming up. That's really what's kind of saving my life right now is like having a bunch of different trips to look forward to. I have yeah. Seattle. I have St. Louis. I have, I'm going to Dallas for a concert. On my own, I just wanted to go, and I was like, you know what? What what concert? Jamie Collum. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, and I had originally gotten two tickets to the show in Austin, and I was going to see if my friend Michelle wanted to come with me because she lives there, and then I just randomly decided to log on to the Dallas one and see what tickets were available, and there was one ticket left in the front row, and I was like, I mean, I I think I have to do this, (laughs) so I bought it, and like I booked a plane ticket and i'm going to dallas for a day just for this concert when is it? it's in um it's in april okay yeah the end of april okay and then right after i booked all of this uh, i found out that he's coming to jazz fest which i'd rather see him for front sure row i mean in the jazz majestic. fest is a different thing yes 
I, like I don't want to go to Jazz Fest yeah. right now with the way New Orleans mm-hmm. is, but um, but yeah, I just thought that was kind of funny. Um, so I'm very excited that I that I get to see him at the Majestic. But I, I know my mom's freaking out that I'm f- traveling alone, and I'm like, do you remember when I was stuck in Barcelona by myself? <laughs> I think I'll be fine. <laughs> this is very true. Yeah. <laughs> so um, yeah, I'm excited about that. It should be fun. So. Awesome. Anyway, well, it sounds well, like we have some good trips on yeah, the books. Yeah, we do. We'll report back. I think Teddy is giving us our cue that it's time to say goodbye. I agree. Okay, Teddy. All right, well, cheers. Cheers. Thanks for listening. Be sure to check out the show notes for the full list of books we discussed today. You can find that in your podcast app or on our website, inkdrinkerspodcast.com. And please support us by subscribing anywhere you listen to podcasts and leaving a review. You can find us on Instagram and on Twitter at Ink Drinkers Pod. Cheers! Cheers.